now, if you want to go wash your hands while I start the show, now you can do it now that you're recording. Okay. It's still a little groggy coming in for you, but I'm going to fix that. Because the music's on, Joe. Shut up. Okay. The music's about to go off, and I'm going to open the show. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Do it live. Fuck it. Fucking thing sucks. I wrote this jingle. That's why we can talk over I'm muted for you, Jake. Can you hear Guys, me, that's right. Welcome back to Jacob V Weekly. We want to start, as always, by reminding you to reach out to Caddyshack of New Hamill, Illinois. My dear friends over at the Caddyshack rescuing hundreds upon approaching thousands of cats small family operation caddyshack new hamill illinois check them out on facebook i think is the best place still though they do have their own website and we're working on content all the time to kind of grow their mission and their message uh next uh the only way to support this show is on patreon.com slash jacob v you get exclusive content drops every week it's a dollar a week and you get all kinds of uh, goodies from us, new exclusive content, uh, old archival sort of gems you can't find anywhere else, uh, all kinds of stuff. Bonus episodes of this show. I did four Siesta Key Pods when I was there. So uh, sometimes we'll have something that's uh, more informal or doesn't really have a home. So whatever. We're also testing a new feature. If you're watching us live right now or you're catching up on video later, uh, we've updated the phone number to the show so that we can take text messages live while we're on the air. It's just a, uh, which I know, I know, cutting edge stuff, but uh, just something we've been asked about before. So we wanted to uh, open our hearts to that as an option. So if you're watching this live, you want to participate, you can text the number on the screen at any point, 314 626 Four two zero eight. If we're not live, you can still text that number, and we'll get it. And if it's content you want to contribute to a future episode of the show, we will use it thusly. Just checking everything here, Joe. It's kind of crazy. Everything's up and running after this fiasco we've been through. We've been working on this for two and a half hours, and it's really great because I love. I can see you. I can hear you. I can see me. We're actually live streaming, which the past couple episodes we have not done because it just seems easier just to focus on one detail. But I am really enjoying this. I think I'm going to open my goddamn show notes, though, in a different device because I like babysitting the stream over here. Um, no Antics is a band that I'm in. We have a new full-length album that we are working on finishing. Uh, we also have six hot, hot and ready singles of unadulterated femme grime live on the spotify and wherever you get your music uh digitally uh lots and lots of uh stuff to check out there we also just played an amazing show 
the day before New Year's Eve with blonde guru and middle class fashion at the off Broadway. And we have farmed all of the content from that. Joe, I got all of the audio as stems so I can mix it and shit. Uh, we got video. We got the very talented Matt Close of Odd Soul in the Sound made us some video content here. Uh, it's really, really good. Uh, we got another. I'm getting notifications about new followers, which is great. I love to see that. Welcome aboard. Uh, also, yes, there she is. Amber, shout out, baby girl. We also got, um, I'm in a band called Blinded by Stereo that was just in Dayton, Ohio, and then back here at uh, the old rock house here in St. Louis, uh, promoting and selling copies of my first ever LP, vinyl LP record, the first one I've ever participated in. No, well, I mastered some content for a seven inch for an artist one time, but I didn't perform on it. This, I played all the keyboards. Uh, both these bands are really great and they have tons of stuff to offer you. So that's, you know, everyone knows me as a music dude. That's mostly what I'm doing musically right now. But Joe and I have some new stuff in the works. So stay tuned. Nothing really to announce yet, but things will be taking shape. Joe, at any point, if you wanted to just validate that I even exist. <laughs> I mean, you I couldn't exist. get you to shut up instead of plugging your own shit in earlier, and now you're you're stonewalling me. We really, fit. I mean, you know, this has really been. Uh, this took, you know, this is. It's great. Successful. I think it's an accomplishment. The fact that it's even happening, people are interacting. We're getting yeah. text messages on the show line. People are following the. You know, we did rebuild our Facebook presence after. You remember when I got robbed by the those Nigerians? Yeah, you really. Yeah, you've fixed up since then. You've really. Uh, uh, yeah. So we have a. A Jacob V page that covers things that I do individually, musically, and also uh, anything related to the podcast. So um, we didn't have a podcast-specific Facebook page, and my old music page went down with my old Facebook because uh, I got robbed by some Nigerians, which mm. is not a euphemism. I, I that's that's what the phone number pinged. There was a big scandal. You still haven't revealed to me how that happened. Uh, I'm not entirely sure how it happened, but I think it's related to a former student of mine was blowing up that Facebook account, trying to get me to participate in some kind of like, it sounded like a, a weird pyramid scheme or something. And, uh, uh, I think it may be related to that. Cause that all started at the same time. And, but what, what happened is they took, they took my Facebook hostage and they were using it to try to sell puppies. But I figured out there were actually no puppies. It was just, they wanted more people to interact with them on Facebook so they could steal more Facebook accounts. Mm, and somehow they also stole $1,100 out of my bank account. Wow. Using, using Zelle, which is a, uh, like a proprietary, like bank, like instant transfer app thing that I had never otherwise used before that. Um, I can't so, believe they got that far. It was really weird. It's bizarre. Mm -hmm. $1,100. Did you ever get accounts. that money back? Did you file a dispute? Did you get that money back? Yeah, but um, everybody that I ever talked to at U.S. Bank that looked at the shit going on, they uh, it was very obvious to them that it was some kind of a fraudulent, <laughs> hacky kind of business going on because the name that they were sending themselves money to wasn't even like a recognizable name it was like five different names but like with numbers in it and shit and uh um 
And so they were always like, yeah, that's obviously something going on or whatever. And then, uh, but the investigation or whatever, it was inconclusive as to, because they, what they did is I think they used my Facebook information to compromise my email, or it could have started with the email because it was a Yahoo email, which had been included in a breach of some kind. This Facebook is from 2005. This was my original Facebook account. You know what I mean? And, uh, um, but they use that data to uh, hack all kinds of stuff, actually. Um, so I think they use that email address to get into the Zelle to send themselves my money. Oh, right on. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, maybe they deserved the money for working right so hard on? to get it. Well, that's the thing. The fact that they, I, I really want to write a movie. Um, we talked about this on the show, did we not? No, I really want to write a movie called The Nigerian for Liam Neeson. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, we did talk about that. <laughs> yeah, like the whole movie is like a guy working really hard from home, though. He's at home with his family and his kids, and you can tell he's working on something on his computer really, really hard. And then, uh, meanwhile, uh, somebody's messing up Liam Neeson's life by stealing his identity, and then he tracks him down and just you have these cut scenes of this beautiful scene at home with this guy's playing with his kids and he's checking his email and he's drinking tea and it's a lovely you know sunlit morning and then you cut to liam neeson figuring out who is who is stealing my identity and then uh, and then he kicks in the door and that's when the two scenes merge and liam neeson beats the shit out of this guy for stealing his facebook well, Joe left. I specifically said, don't fucking get off camera at any point for any reason. And he's gone. So we'll keep going. We'll keep going. Um, I did officially since our last episode, like I said, I would start Jacob V's favorite songs on Spotify for January of 2023. Let's just look. Let's see what's in there. I was listening to some of this tonight at trivia at the blue wood this coming week. If you want to see me in person Wednesday and Thursday of next week, uh, I'll be at Bluewood Brewing, six o'clock both nights, bingo and trivia, respectively. That's January 11th and 12th, I believe. God, I can't believe that's already coming up. So, start, start the uh, stop. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going to get there, Joe. Don't scream at me. Um, later in the month, January 20th, No Antics will be opening up a big show at the Duck Room for Crystal Lady's annual birthday show. Put that down on your calendars. Um, somebody said to me, they want a, like a calendar of gigs. That was probably our friend Zah, who's been on the show before gig calendar. So Joe, you got to get to work on a gig calendar for me. Uh, calendar. I need a calendar for my gigs for my, you know, I was supposed to start this at my friend Ken's memorial. I remember taking a bunch of email addresses of people that wanted to get on my mailing list that I don't have. So, um, I don't know. Um, Joe, you're right. Let's go right to, let's go right to the source here. Biggest news happening, uh, locally this week seems to be, um, that Tony Patrico is off of the Rizzuto show after allegations of inappropriate DMS. That's the exact headline from the RFT. I don't expect you to know who all those people are, but we have like a really misogynistic, uh, uh, morning, like shock jock radio show here um that uh uh has been going on for a long long time in some form what it was it used to be the woody and rizzuto show there was this guy woody who moved to los angeles and he's on the radio still with some sidekick he took with him and um 
he's equally kind of a dirt baggy like these guys but um tony patrico has left the station amid ongoing allegations that he messaged fans with sexually suggestive comments the reason this was so shocking to us is because it totally makes sense because part, <laughs> you know what i mean because part of this show part of their ongoing Wait, content, what, the show is on the point right it's on the point which is mm-hmm. uh which is like a, a alt rock radio it's kind of uh it's aging a little bit it, you know it's it's a little it's not as cool as it once was but um and there's definitely a a, a scene of people that kind of i've gone to their mardi gras party it's lovely mm-hmm. at bottomless absolute cocktails brother <laughs> Um, and, uh, but they have this recurring segment on their show called real or fake. And it's exactly what it sounds like. It's, they have, um, listeners send in pictures of their own breasts to determine if they're real or fake. And they vote on them throughout the week and they get scored on whether they're correct or not. And it's this whole ongoing bracket. So, um, the reason I mentioned that is not just as that kind of questionable and problematic to be doing in 2023, but uh, the this is kind of the context in which Tony was using his privilege of managing these interactions for the show uh, to also kind of. Uh, uh, I'm looking through these messages. Are you looking at them? How would you describe the the tone of the messages? This well, is the guy from the radio from show the texting female fans of the show. Well, from the articles, like, they're making it sound like, oh, yeah, what is sleaze? What a blah, blah, blah. But, like, I'm looking through these, and I'm like, this is, like, classic Tinder hookup, like, moves here. But, you know, and... Well, and some background. I know that he got divorced a couple of years ago. He was married and has two small kids. And then a couple of years ago, he got divorced and he had this is right after he lost a whole bunch of weight because he had like gastric bypass or something. And so mm-hmm. his. Um, so it's all, it seems like something that was happening also while he was married and nobody's really been able to determine because this has been going on for like 15 years, because that's the thing. The article here says that he's been a member of the show since 2014, but that's actually not entirely the, the start there. That's probably when he became a full time cast member. Um, and, uh, but at that time, um, that's when they broke off and became the Rizzuto show and Woody moved to LA with that other broad and, uh, which is, which is fine. I'm glad she can vote. And the, uh, so that's when that show kind of started as that show. Patrico has been around a lot longer than that as a, as a helper and runner or whatever on the former show. And, uh, and there's been people I've been talking to on Facebook and stuff that are just like, yeah, he's been doing this for like 15 years. So that's, I love that. I love that. That's all um, happening. It's kind of the, also my reaction was, Oh, so this is something we could have outed in 2017, right? 2018 when we were doing this kind of thing. Um, it's like, we didn't get whole foods until just a couple years ago. And now we're just now <laughs> getting around to canceling uh Radio, yeah, Saint, like now st louis has its own cancel yeah. <laughs> like uh, it's like an advertisement anyway right um i mean I'm, I'm just checking the show messages here um i got so much stuff we need like a you know what we need is somebody who could do some things around here wait uh, wait okay. are you getting a lot of messages right now um 
no, I was just making sure I hadn't missed any because my phone had gone to sleep. I plugged it back in, so it won't do that. Um, really good. <laughs> it's you know what's weird is like it seems pretty generally like, and this is also like St. Louis. This is you know this is St. St. Louis's first big cancel and like a minute for. I mean, it's you know you get some of them. You know who I was just listening to the other day is back is that you remember Jamie Allman? Like the Allman Brothers? No, no, no. Later than that, but. Uh, when I lived in Dogtown, there was some guy on the radio in the morning on one of the conservative talk stations. Oh, I think I know this, yes. And he obviously was drunk one night and tweeted something about how he was going to shove a poker in David Hogg's ass. David Hogg was one of the Parkland kids who yeah. went on a, a TV tour saying, hey, we need gun control. And also, just classic Jamie Allman's a big yeah. like comment. Yeah. Oh, Totally. Oh, yeah. He was definitely red-faced drunk down the street at yeah. Stan's, probably, at With the cop bush, bar. Yeah, like yeah. a bush light in hand. Yeah, that bar is crazy, by the way. Um, anyway, he uh, but so he got fired for that, for drunk tweeting that, because that's inappropriate, because David Hogg was, at the time, a minor. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but he, yeah, he's back on the air, um, and he was a big deal, so it was a big problem. He couldn't work for a long time, and then he was, uh, really? he had a TV show and everything. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Probably just because... Yeah, I don't know. That seems like a weird cancel nowadays. Man, it's just like... It just it just feels like so like... moment Like it's momentary. You know, it's uh, time and place. Well, you know? um, I'm looking through these messages because they posted on Twitter. You can yeah. find like the yeah, messages. Yeah, so there's a Twitter page called Hell No Patrico, I think. That oh, is, that's great. Yeah. Well, it's like a and character. so it's like uh, some guy started it to kind of consolidate and amplify this pattern of women that uh, are coming forward with these screenshots of these text messages. How long ago did this just come out? This Hell No Patrico character? Like, uh, it started like, late last month, I think, probably after they were already on their holiday break for the show. Okay. So they were kind of like they were warming up to this whole thing yeah i don't know well, i like, think the reason that the, the announcement came when it did is because that was going to be the first that next day when they the points announcement just said tony patrigo is no longer affiliated the show will resume as scheduled at 6 a.m tomorrow and that was like yesterday or a couple days ago i think that was their first episode back live for the year and so i think they probably were working on it and talking about it and and fr- trying to figure it out and they had to make a decision about whether to let him come back from the holiday break yeah is probably why it happened when it did, is what it looks like to me. Um, yeah. Damn, a hot-ass Team Riz member today. Yeah, it's kind of like like in the situation where you're going to be trusting enough to send pictures of your boobs to your favorite radio show, the last thing you need is that guy uh, commenting a whole bunch on how he well, likes... He, but he the, makes the an effort... He like makes an effort to like warm up the conversation, and I'm I'm going to be biased here because I like no, to be no, very no, open no, no, about no. this exact thing happening. No, 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 no. I'm saying it. Can I? It's no, no, my no, choice. No, no. Oh, come God. on. Okay, as long as I you was. say uh, my name is Joe and this is my choice. This is Joseph, my choice, and I was Joe fired choice. from my job for like exactly this kind of activity. And I think what like frustrates me about it, and like, and this isn't just like in defensiveness of like my instance like but i mean this guy was obviously there must have been like like nine or ten girls here but like i think there really is something to like when you create a company culture or whatever that like endorses like first of all like 
kind of like sexual aggressions and like, well, that's or, or in general violence or like kind of like a, or I think any job in which it's like, you're kind of fighting for your life in any way, you know, it's like, or not fighting for your life, but just like high stress environments where like the authority at the job doesn't really have your back on anything. Like you're going to create these types of like environments, but this was obviously instigated just by the culture of the company. You know, it's like, it's like hard rock dicks radio. But also, if, dicks, yeah, if you listen to you the, know, this, this show has always been kind of off putting. If you're sensitive to any kind of right. language that they use, like, um, they have uh, a segment called "Bitch Be Trippin" about uh, right, like and like they have like ongoing like inside jokes on the show about like women can't drive and right, you know, it's like the it's a very misogynistic energy anyway. And I'm like you said, he is not going. He's not um, Matt Lauer. He's not locking people in an office. You know, he's already yeah. texting fans of the show about pictures of their own breasts or whatever. So the yeah. the stage was set for miscarriage here for sure for yeah. sure you know what i mean um yeah and also he's not like a super like well educated like cultured sensitive dude i mean he's a he's a he gets it he's on the radio at five in the morning every day and then he's at hockey games and he's like a he's like a like a stereotypical like radio guy like he's i mean you know i'm glad it wasn't worse than it's been it is it's just yeah it's, it's like, uh, but apparently it was like kind of an open secret for a long time. I just think well. the move on the point to like fire him, like seems just like really like, I just, it like the problem I have with well, it it's is weird. that, yes, it's, it's like, like you know what, that was in this RFT huh? article. Huh? Yeah. Culturally, you wouldn't expect them to be so aggressive. No, no. Culturally, I would. Culturally, I would expect them to be so aggressive, but I think it's so, um, week of the organizations that are condoning and kind of like uh, appreciating all of this other activity. And then some of it gets like a little bit real and it like, it's kind of like Marilyn Manson. Like, you know, everybody was freaking out that he was, uh, Oh, he's really a violent guy. It's like, have you listened to any of his music? Have you like so many of the fans were hoping for him to actually be like that? You know, like that's the dream, but yeah. like, it's so weak because it, it yeah. just, it makes sense that they would fire him. Cause that's well, what we do like, nowadays. We just you, like, we immediately say? fire them once any bad attention it wasn't his show. So it's like, what do you even say if you're a guy on that show? And then one of them just died a couple of years ago or yeah. maybe he died this year. But it, well, and like, how do you say? Ago. How do you make a response? Like, we don't condone those well, practices. It's also absolutely they couldn't do. get into like, any specifics at all, and on yeah. the air. And so they were just said it's a personal issue. And the last couple of days have been really, really hard. But there's nothing really we can specify or. Yeah, it was obviously about. just like whatever. Like, well, and I would totally believe that the hosts of the show didn't really see it coming. If it was something that HR was dealing with over the holiday break. Well, and you know who I mean? knows and who knows what the other hosts are doing. This is probably just what's been caught, but like because he has so many people he's messaged, it's probably like uh Yeah, he's the one that manages that though. Oh, I mean, here we go. Here we go. A little text in. Um it was actually his employees, uh uh to the point where he was harassing, not just sending, not just wanting them to send pictures. Here we go. So this is, here's the take. It's not necessarily that it was the fans. It was the um, employees that were under, that were 
trying to move up you know, so he used his authority in the place of work. I think that probably is not great. And I he agree. was like and sexting think, employees of the place too. Yeah. So we're, Ooh. what we're seeing is people who are That's coming a no, forward. No, girl. Like, a yeah. no, no girl. Go ahead. Thank you. I get, I just got this text in, texted in from a fan, a fan of, of the, the point. Well, it's actually going to be our future producer here. Oh, well, I, I hope they know something about pushing buttons because it's a lot of buttons up in this bitch today. Let me tell you, girl, it's uh, that's right. You could text us live at 314-626-4208 or even if it's not live, who cares? Um, so lot, this yeah, is great. There's a little bit I'd more love to talk from, about the story I was talking about. There's a little bit more from phone. our source here. Loving it. Um, can you hear me, Jake? I can hear you. Um, these women were afraid to come forward because they were under like, because when you're working as an intern at the show and you want to go into show business, you don't, it's not necessarily going to look great to like try to out one of your big selling people. You know, the podcast was obviously really big probably because it was so raunchy. It got a lot of ears, but it's the fact that they were nervous to come forward. Like, I think that's actually a really good point. I don't think I was in no authority at my well, right. former so, job. Yeah. And, and I think that very different. <laughs> that was the thing that was immediately yeah. obvious to me about this being so problematic was that, uh, it's like, he's supposed to be the kind of like this, the safe, trustworthy contact that the fans are using to participate in what is totally on its own, a very problematic segment. The, the real or yeah. fake thing where they're collecting photos. And I don't think they sh No, they do share these. You can also, they post them anonymously with the consent, of course, but that's how you consent is just by participating. But every, every listener of the show can go look at all of these these cleavage pics that they get from fans. And to do anything other than communicate as an official member of the show with that contact point is inappropriate. And that's what he was doing was like, oh, I don't want you to think I'm looking for show content. I just want to see that ass. I'm like, Jesus, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like... um. I think it's important that like absolute miscarriage. We of speak to the men of St. Louis that like, you know, that because this was a pretty common practice. Like, I mean, especially in like dating and hookup culture, like it's so, you know, what are you talking about? Like when I was on Tinder before I was with my fiance, wonderful fiance, your lovely um, fiance, you would, I felt like I would like lose the attention of, um, people when I would talk to them. Uh, if I wouldn't like it felt, it didn't feel forced. It just felt like, like if I were to ask about, you know, basic life questions, it felt like people wouldn't respond and like, it was just very boring. So like a lot of this hookup culture, like kind of has trained or groomed men to like become like hypersexual in their immediate. Well, like, that's the overall effect of, of, certain aspects of social media for sure is that um there's a lot of impulsive aggressive problematic speech that happens in a way that is super direct and immediate and also very easy to to just fly out there you know with or without any level of of uh, uh pre you know pre-thought you know what i'm saying so yeah. yes i mean it's just like what they talk about with younger people having this problem developing their own romantic relationships when they you know start watching pornography so young and how crazy pornography on the internet can be and um, we don't have to talk about that but that's definitely 
um, kind of a similar thing that it's like, well, if you're really looking to um, elicit immediate uh, 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 reaction from somebody in a dating app, um, small talk may not be the best way to appeal to their more impulsive nature. So yeah. it would be better to just uh, throw out something that you think is going to ignite uh, impulsivity in them to get the response that you want, as yeah. opposed to saying, "Hey, where'd you go to school? What do you do?" Yeah. You know, also, what I mean? super ballsy move for him to use his Facebook like with the picture of him and his wife on it. Oh, oh you know, yeah, like, yeah, and his wife, and then that's his girlfriend. Wild. And yeah, uh, yeah. But I mean, I'm not again. Like, yeah, I think this is something dude. that I, yeah, I think that's this is something that I think. The point I would I wish the point would take a little bit of responsibility like for first well, I of hope all, they cancel that segment. Is that segment right. still happening? I can look this up. Well, like and and I always knew this would happen. Like if the point actually like you you know listening to the point that if they actually were put on the spot to like really be questioned about any of this stuff, you know that they would just cave and like you know totally. Uh, not, you know, they'd be like, we're not like that. It's like, you absolutely are. And so it's just so irritating that like, you know. And I wonder how, I mean, he was all over their imaging and stuff too. Like the, you're listening to the Rizzuto show, like that stuff. Yeah. Real or fake is still happening. Real or fake is on the, the Rizzuto show website right now. But, but Week this four, is something real that or fake our, results. This is something that our source says. Uh, that, uh, she said that a big problem is for those who didn't come forward have to live with the guilt of not outing him. So like those who do out him get like the respect of saying, Oh, I put a stop to this where those who didn't, it can be the, you know, this response, the, what we're doing right now, you and me, Jake, it can be an act of shaming them for not coming forward. Um, yeah, that's hard. And so like, that's a really good point. Um, but I think it's also like, not everybody can win here. Like, I think it is your responsibility. If something made you uncomfortable to come forward, I think I'm really firm about that. Uh, we can, we can, we can talk about ifs all day, but I think it's really important that like people, we, there's enough support nowadays now that I to think come it's new, forward, though. you will I be really met think, with an, I really think that support has really increased and been a lot more obvious in the past five or six years. I really don't yeah. think 10 years ago, even that, um, uh, victims felt like they could uh, express themselves the same way they may feel like they can now. And there's a lot of people that it's still tragically underreported a lot of this stuff. I mean, there, it's, yeah. you know, we act like we get so surprised, but it's happening right now somewhere that we just haven't heard about yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? God forbid. Yeah. Which I I'm just think there's for, enough. Huh? Which I'm not for. I, you know what I did today? I what? checked myself on something. Mm. I was going to show. Um, uh, a picture of a friend of mine to a lady that he works with that I thought was funny, but I felt like it was inappropriate to do. So I stopped myself and I just described it instead. Oh, well, it was very yeah. thoughtful of you, Jake. Good oh my you. God. I'm a fucking angel from heaven. I deserve you should pull up that. You should pull up that picture right now so we can all see. It's really good. I'll send it about. to you later. No, it's fine. <laughs> but it's, it's not, it wasn't even like a totally inappropriate picture. It was just like, uh, it was, uh, uh, my friend went through a P90X phase in college. And, <laughs> and so I have a really great mirror selfie that he sent one of our group chats of just how ripped he was at the time, like mid P90X. And so I was like, oh my God, this is so funny. This is his picture when he calls me. 
Um, but I stopped myself and I said, you know what? I'm not going to show her this picture because she didn't say, hey, can I see a photo of my colleague's abdomen without, without you know, un I mean, it was unsolicited. So I said, you know what? I'm going to keep it to me and I'm going to put it in his casket at his funeral when, he, when he returns to glory. That's a thing. Have you ever heard of people putting things in people's caskets at their open casket funeral? Yeah, like, you know, raisinettes. That's weird. I've never seen that before, man. Oh, my God. I think so. I've, I, we've talked about this on the show before, but I'm just thinking about it again, that I think it's really something specific to this one branch of my family, because every time I've ever seen it, it's been at funerals that my Aunt Pat is involved in, you know, setting up. And uh, shout out to Aunt Pat. Um, she put a Diet Coke in my cousin Amy's casket. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's really sweet, but and then uh, well, I remember when her dad died, he had raisinets. No, 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 it was cl a, cl a closed can of Diet Coke. Right on. Yeah, it's just her little Egyptian touch. I think to uh, she wants them to have their favorite thing as they enter the ground. That's fun. That's yep. fun. Yeah, this has been yeah, this has been great. Well, that's great. Joe, yeah. yeah. Um, moving on. Yeah, can you give me some background on this guy with the face tattoo? Yeah. Um, hold on. I'm losing it. I'm, your system has run out of application memory. Oh, okay, me. So let me let me shift to a different thing. So I'm gonna. Well, you're talking about Gabrielle Union? Is that what we're gonna talk about? No, we're talking about the guy with the face tattoo. Oh, Colombian influencer regrets his messy face tattoo just weeks after the World Cup. You're telling me I send you this? You sent me that. I would never give a shit about that. <laughs> I don't know. I must have been like super hammered sending this deal. Well, read what's written there while I go grab a LaCroix from the fridge behind me. <laughs> okay. All right. So we're regretting a tattoo. Let me see here. Let's see the tattoo. I guess I got to see this. I must have been super hammered when I messaged this to Jake. That's so funny. I've never done that before. Where I just can't remember. Let's pull this up. Who were the, I don't even know. I didn't even follow soccer. I don't even know the two teams that were, okay. Yeah. The Colombian influencer regrets his messy face as you just, we, it says messy. So it's not just like we're describing. It's actually says messy on his forehead. M E S S I. Um, that's very strange. I, I guess messy must've been a player's last name. Let me see. Messy tattoo. Regrets. No regrets. Argentina, okay. Argent after Argentina World FIFA World Cup, he regrets it now. Lionel Messi, right? Lionel Messi, man, that's yeah. I would never do that. I know a guy who got a like Jack White's entire face tattooed on his arm, and then Jack White like yeah, Jack like Jack White like walked into the store like you remember Killer Vintage down in Del Mar before they closed it. There's like two. There used to be two locations. Killer Vintage is closed. Yeah, kill no no killer vintage in Delmar. Remember, it used it used to be right there on. It used to be connected to the pageant, and um, it used to be connected no, to the pageant. And Jack White, well, some guy was in there with like this huge face tattoo of Jack White, and Jack White walked in, and he just was like frozen the whole time. And then when he turned, it revealed that he had Jack White's face on his arm and didn't say a thing the whole time. He was just totally chill. 
It was so funny. That's a story by Jimmy Griffin. If, if Jimmy Griffin's listening. Oh, that's weird. I know him. Yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, don't get somebody else's face tattooed on your body. Yeah, that's not a good topic. Just at know. all. Yeah, he's just he regretted it. Boom. Done. So, so you're saying you were drunk in the woods, and you sent me a screenshot of this. Check and you this don't even, out. You don't even care. <laughs> Good. But this is more interesting. Um, we've started doing this thing where we're we're such good journalists that we don't even type shit anymore. We, we're just posting screenshots from Instagram <laughs> into our show prep. This there one is uh, Gabrielle Union says she felt comfortable cheating in her first marriage because she paid all the bills. This was all over my Instagram feed this week. And so I thought it was a good point of um, debate. Uh, Gabrielle Union is an actress. Yeah, everyone knows who Gabrielle She's African American is. She was in, um, she was in Bring It On. Oh, really? She was one of the yeah. cheerleaders in the uh, in Bring It On, and they were was like she like a main great. cheerleader. Yeah, she was also Martin Lawrence's sister in Bad oh, Boys Two. She yeah, she was in my favorite movie, Bad Boys Two. That's Bad my, Boys Two. Uh, she's my the, girlfriend's yeah, mother-in-law. Sorry, my girlfriend's mother's favorite that, movie. Remember she had that white pantsuit on. Uh, yeah, that's a it's a classic look. Early two thousand. Is this her first husband in this picture? It must be. Yes, he's yes. kind of a big guy. She's yeah, he's beautiful. an NFL player. He's, he's seen, a former. Oh, NFL. he was in the NFL. This is from Fox, the most reliable news source. Um, like my dad before me, whoever has the most gets to do whatever the hell they want is what I thought Union said. The Bring It On star also said that she sw- uh, wished she had more guilt about her cheating. That is so clear. Did she had like, I just like, it's really funny. I think we forget that in like the real world, like, you know how you show up to things like John Mulaney has that bit about, he talks about Mick Jagger at SNL. I just listened to that on TikTok today. I swear to God. What? That exact John Mulaney bit where Mick yeah. Jagger will just say diet Coke and people bring him diet Coke. Well, well he was talking about how, he had to write a song with Mick Jagger and he and like that was a surreal experience because he like sat and experienced what it was like writing a song with Mick Jagger and he's like he's like what rhymes with like he just like you're like this is how the Rolling Stones songs are made just with rhyming and you know it's like all doesn't matter but I think we forget that there are some people there are some celebrities who have like huge PR teams who cover everything they say and people who probably make even less money than Gabrielle Union who have big PR teams working for them like saying I don't know if you should say word this tweet this way and this also sounds like like something this sounds like something she's talking about too like almost like that red table talk shit where they like yeah it's like let's go on a podcast and just talk mad shit about how we're terrible to be married to. Well, you have to remember that there's no standards. So there are also people like Gabrielle Union who have no PR team and are literally just celebrities who can who are just walking around and making their own decisions before running it by anybody and saying like crazy like saying just total fox news material like this like well you see there you have it. Now you know if you're a man you make money, you can cheat. There you go, you know, like Yeah. Yeah, but it also is challenging the gender thing with... Right. Uh, and here's right. the thing. If they were in an agreed, ethical, poly relationship, you know what I mean? A polyamorous union um, or whatever. I mean, I would never choose to live like that. I, I, don't get it, 
I don't get enough time with my wife as it is, and I know she feels the same way. That's mostly what we talk about is how to spend more quality time together. You could see my wife at Trivia next week at Bluewood, for example. She's going to be keeping score. That but, is so, so great. For, for me in my life, that kind of poly thing is not for me. It's not something I've ever been interested in. I don't. It's not even something I really feel like I have the time or the need for. But if that was a mutual choice that they made together, that's totally their freedom. Um, yeah. It doesn't sound like that. When you call it cheating, it sounds like it wasn't within the agreed confines. And this also gets really crazy. So was she making most of the money before? So he was bringing in what? Just like $1 million as an NFL star? And because she was bringing in two, she could have been retired. I mean, because she's younger than him. And you retire younger from the NFL than you do from Hollywood. Okay, so whoever has the most. So because she's she richer, said she her first marriage because she paid all the bills. Let's okay. I actually want to unpack this this situation. So this is why this is why I this is why I screenshotted it. This is from the reason the reason why, in my opinion, why most men are wouldn't be smart to agree with this is because you have two non homekeeping people working. <laughs> working uh sorry well that's the other thing too celebrity careers yeah we cannot separate this from neither one of these people were washing the dishes themselves exactly and so she neither one of these people were mowing the lawn right so she was going home to somebody who wasn't doing the laundry and you know saw him making only one million when she was making two and was like, no, I get to cheat. You know, it's like, and it's like, well, maybe if he was doing more around the house and doing his part to make up that extra million, uh, you know, and I think that's why it would be, that wouldn't be very smart for a man who makes a lot of money. Like if his, if his wife's like taking care of his family and like feeding everybody and she isn't working, that is like you, I mean, that's like, if you really log that time, I mean, the job never ends. And I think even me as who's like a partial woman hater, I'm just kidding. Even me. Well, and like if he was about, cheating, <laughs> you know, what? if she, if she couldn't prove that he wasn't cheating, you know what I mean? I mean, maybe it was a do your own thing thing that she didn't and maybe she's expressing that she regrets maybe not thinking more about that choice earlier yeah um but uh but yeah i i do agree that i do have more questions than answers especially because women of this age right now a lot of them are attracted to polyamory um how old is gabrielle union she's got to be 40 right by now she's been famous her whole goddamn life when did bring it on come out yeah. Feel free to text the show at 314-626-4208 if you know anything about Gabrielle Union. Dysfunctional marriage. Yeah, we'll take we'll take like uh Oh my god, know, Gabrielle Union. She's fifty. What? Oh hell. She's an angel. What was she at playing a high schooler at thirty? That's what well, absolutely. Okay, here we go. We got, we got, a, we got, okay, we have a comment here. What? I've got, we have, um, it's entitlement, old school style thinking. Uh, she's married to Dwayne Wade. Uh, I, I bet it's, well, she, uh, this comment says, I bet it's okay for him to cheat. Now, I think yeah, that's she, she like. She said she felt entitled to infidelity. Right, right, right. And you know what? I think the other thing we're not unpacking is there may be a deeper 
disagreement that might have happened that we're not privy to where she may have caught him doing something a little but can't prove it. That's and what I was saying. It, that's what I was, when you weren't you said, listening did you to say me, that that's earlier? what I was saying. I actually I was only hear myself exactly through this that. headphone set. So I read your lips, Jake. Wow. Um, but here's the thing. I have always loved her. And I think she's talented and beautiful. And I think she uh, was an important example of, uh, you know, um, the kind of visibility we need more of in Hollywood. You know what I mean? We didn't I've have, always said that. Yeah, I've always said that too. Well, and so yeah. here's the thing. Nothing against her. And she's also choosing to talk about this, which I would probably advise against if she asked me as her friend, which I am. But uh, yeah, but mean, also, go way back. I mean, they're no longer married, it doesn't look like. And uh, it's obviously not the mindset I would choose to live my life with. But uh, I don't know. I'd love to hear what, you know what? I'd love to hear what her ex-husband thinks. I'd love to hear what her ex-husband thinks. But more importantly, <laughs> I'd love to anything? hear what Andrew Tate has to say. Hold on. Before we get, has, has the ex-husband said anything? I don't know his name. Okay, I don't think there was a response. Let me see. I don't, it doesn't say in the news. I feel like What's that would be a name, huge though? update if there was a response. Can you just Google his name? <sighs> what was my the, hair's uh, doing this thing where it's kind of like it's kind of irritating me. And so what was the too much. what was the former husband's I, name? I need you to find out his name and okay. then Google that name in the news so we can see if he has we a got comment. Dwayne Ray, Wade. We got Dwayne, Dwayne Wade from 2014. Chris Dwayne Howard Wade. was his former husband. Whose former husband? Uh, her former husband. Oh, but no, I'm talking about her first husband. Yeah, I want to know if he said anything. Is he dead? I hope he's not dead. I really oh, don't like marriage with Chris Howard. Yeah. No, I don't think he had a response. But who's Chris Howard? Who is Chris Howard? I don't know who he is. Let's see. Well, let's find out then, Joe. Let's do it together. In front of she's all got the a world. football. She's she's on. Yeah, she likes a football guy. Yeah. I would. Oh my god, are you kidding? If I was her, it would be exclusively NFL starters. <laughs> starters. <laughs> I only date starters. That's so funny. That's yeah. such a bold and you know thing what? to say. And you know what? If he's got if he's got a Super Bowl ring, I'll sign a prenup. Oh man. You're not listening to me. I'm listening to you. You don't give a fuck. What? Who is Chris Howard? And has he said anything about his ex-wife? He didn't say about there was she, no response. That would be a huge. That would be a huge deal if look. he responded. I didn't look. Didn't I didn't look. like. I said Chris Howard responds to Gabrielle Union, and there was nothing. Chris Howard, American football, seventy-five. He is retired. Oh, he's handsome. He's probably not a public dude. No. He's probably enjoying his retirement, not having to watch gameplay for six hours a day and yeah. wake up. Well, he's, I mean, he's lucky. He's lucky if he can even recognize where he is because he could have CTE. That's what I think is so funny about like the football, like the sports, like marrying women, like the people who marry, like, pro athletes i'm like dude like i th i don't even know how they met because like 
I don't, well, that I don't is even curious. trust. Like, like, how do you meet a pro athlete? Because you have to marry for the money because they're never around. Do you understand how <laughs> much work? It's so much more work than it probably pro athletes probably put in more work to their careers as, you know, millionaires also, than any also, millionaire. But also, let me just walk you through the psychology of this for a little bit. If I am some kind of a person, single person, eligible person, mm-hmm. and I fall in love with a professional athlete, mm-hmm. I probably fall in love in part with aspects of their life or the their personality that that um, make We're them talking about a woman who thinks it's okay to cheat if she makes more than her husband. That's not and who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the people who marry pro athletes because I do think that's something you sign up for because you want to build a life right. with somebody and support that aspect of them as a person. You know yeah. what I mean? If you end up in a romance with somebody that's that career driven and that successful, the last thing you want to do is derail that. You yeah. know what I mean? Because that's part of what you like. They would obviously change as a person if they lost all of that or gave it all up in some way. Uh, Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Intri- we might have a joiner. We might have a joiner on the show. We'll see. I don't. I don't even know what that means. I don't even know how that would work. How do you, do we know how that would work? The inst- the instructions are text us. I don't know what. I don't know how we well, would we talk could, to somebody. We could phone it in to the microphone. No. What do you think? Uh, yeah, if you want to put them on speakerphone and hold it up to your microphone, and then you have to own that on your spirit that that you did that. Oh, that's I, a, I, they I like say. That. They say I don't want to. I don't want to do it. I've stage fright. This sounds yeah. like I'm about to get. Canceled. Tell them to text us anything they want, but I'd rather not okay. try to phone. I, we're not going to do any more tech stuff today, and we're okay. certainly not going to do it live. Oh, thank for, you God. know how big I am in Switzerland. No antics is so hot in Switzerland right now. I may fly us over just to play in Switzerland. I always joke about that. Like those people are so lit for listening to lame Midwestern bands. That's what I'm saying. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it. Or how maybe it's like stuff. a maybe Switzerland's got a like a server farm and people are using frog tunnels. So they yeah, can, it's, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. But, it feels like um, anyway. Webster moving Univer- on. Maybe Webster University has a campus there because I think half of us in this band went there. Because that's just like that's what you do is like a a queer creative from the suburbs around here. You go to Webster University, School of the Nuns, originally. That's actually yeah. That's uh, that yeah. They all go to Webster and they all figure out they didn't need to. Mm-hmm. That's exactly the case because nothing that I, I nothing. Or that they I lose all of their talent trying to practice jazz. Well, I'm glad I didn't go that route. Because I, I want to talk about. I'm good. not really a jazz guy. There's one topic we need to talk about before we move on to global topics. We're in no um, hurry. I'm pulling it up here so you can see. Uh, come on. Come on. I'm, you know what? We're doing really good. I'm getting 60 FPS. I'm only using 23% of my CPU, dog. We measure our like success in the show based on how much bandwidth we absorb. My bandwidth is good, dog. And over here, my performance, you wouldn't even know. I'm not even tapping it on the audio machine, G. All right, Jake, check this out. Check this. This check is such this. a underrated. This is from the Guardian. You know what? Gar- like Missouri, Missouri is kind of famous for its death penalty. It's so famous that they like shot Gone Girl in uh, Missouri because they because Missouri still has the death penalty and like the death penalty was like a really big deal to boomers. Like boomers had really weird interests. I I suppose you could. Well, say they were also the first also generation really weird of serial killers. Well, you could say that, like, but we have more values that seem to matter to greater populations of people. But 
boomers like really, really cared about concerts being free. They thought music should be free, which is, yeah, that was weird. Know. That's what made Peter green crazy. Yeah. Like it's like a, they just had weird, like they were fighting a war that didn't matter. That was like that was the war that was created for gun manufacturers, but they were like, we should see concerts for free, you know? Um, and they didn't have YouTube, so I don't blame them, you know, but, they, uh, they like their guns though. They're the first generation of serial killers because they were all poisoned by lead as children. It was, that's exactly true. Air. That's exactly and they true. They put their mouth on the exhaust pipe and go straight to Jesus. That's exactly true. And so, um, so of course um, they were upset about the death penalty because most of them were at risk of being put to death for their serial murders. Yeah, right. yeah, I mean, that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. The first generation of serial killers is going to yeah. have a disproportionate interest in the death penalty because they're trying not to get the chair. The same way I'm concerned about cancel culture. I'm like, hey, hold thing. on. You know what? That and I've seems been playing harsh. A, I've been playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption 2, and you really have to toe the line because they track your karma throughout your excursion. I'm like 49% in. And into the game and also my karma is kind of floating i wish it was what's most their more morality what where does the morality like if you help uh, facilitate like well this is the thing like do you get a lot of good points do they like lose if your I, karma? I don't know about all that see i still haven't watched westworld you watch a lot of hbo are you shilling for hbo i like all the i like all the the nude nude uh the nudity i'm just you know kidding what? i'm, uh, I'm a that's good man. no but that's always been the thing hbo has always been the premium content so premium that there's no commercials except for other stuff that's going to happen on hbo and it only happens in between broadcasts and then also the uh just the content you know they you flash people a little nipple in 2008 and everyone goes crazy that's true that's true they love a little areola on their prime time that's you true know what i mean and uh, That's true. really problematic though, because when you would fall asleep watching a movie channel back in the day, if somebody walked in and then the porn had come on, then they thought you were watching the porn. So yeah. you have to use the TV sleep timer. You have to plan ahead. You got to look in the guide and say, listen, if I'm going to fall asleep watching Titan AE on Showtime, I got to make sure this TV is going to turn off after I'm asleep, but before the movie's over so that, you know, so that Lord of the G string isn't on when grandma walks in at 4 a.m. <laughs> Lord of the G string. <laughs> That's a real one. That was on Cinemax, brother. That's Lord a real the the soundtrack to Lord. When you look this up, who composed the score, the original score to Lord of the G string? Can you That's look that so up for funny. me? Lord Can you look that up verbatim? <laughs> Did you just Because I want to say it, it was probably it was probably open source stuff that they probably oh licensed. here we go oh of course jake i would not make wonderful. any of this up who did the original score for chris for example this information is always interesting because the original score for the film good burger was done by stuart copeland of the police oh that's great it was who was yeah. he the guitar player no he was the drummer in the police ooh, ooh. and he got into composing and he did the original score to the movie good burger for nickelodeon um Obviously, in the police's off season. Now, who did the original score for Lord of the G String, Joe? Uh, we got we got production distributor. Uh, you know, they're not really always on Showtime. Yeah, Showtime like took over all the stuff that HBO couldn't like when HBO became. So you're not going to answer my question. They don't have they don't have the the oh oh so, Josh Robinson. Okay, so who is that? What else did he let's, do? Let's, let's look up Josh Robin. He didn't have a link connected to his name. So I'm oh, thinking this was a big break for him. 
You think this was like his first thing? Josh Robertson, composer. He probably has some really excellent music that he never got to put out. Yeah, he's probably uh, got a banger. Me, oh, me as a musician. Yeah, I mean, I okay. So I did the soundtrack for Lord of the G Strings. Oh, that's on uh, his it's credits. It's kind of like a Lord of the Rings thing, but it's uh, yeah, yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah, but it's uh, inspired by J.R.R. Tolkien. You know, um, there are a lot of the let's say composer Lord of the G Strings. How do you spell his name? Man, why, why aren't like, why aren't like Howard Shore level composers trying to do like shitty movies like this? Because that would be really cool. Actor and writer Robinson. He was an actor and writer known for Blood of the Muse, the sexy sixth sense. He did. He did all. He did all. Uh, he did all of. They're all cover porn movies. They're all. He died porn in 2018. He's no, dead? he didn't die in 2018. You know what happened is when porn stars want to end their career and move on, they fake a death. It's pretty normal in the porn world they f- to fake a death. Um, like, and they always like, sometimes comedically they'll make it very, very dramatic. So if like, you look up a porn star that you can't find like the videos for anymore, like you'll find that it'll be like some, she, uh, that she died blowing her brains out with a shotgun with her, uh, director, uh, side by side, they used one shotgun and blew both of their brains out. Like it'll be something like that. And you'll be like, Oh, this is a joke. This is fake because they want to end their porn career. But he probably wanted to move on. So he, you know, I guess he had 44 films or something. Fantastic. How did he die? He didn't die. I'm guessing. But There's no. They don't just tell you that, Jake. It's but he's how do a, I he's find unknown? Can you director? Put, how do I? Do you have a picture of him? No. Can you get one? I'm gonna find. How many? There, Josh Robinson is the most normal name ever created. Well, no, that's the thing, Josh. I was just searching Josh Robinson music, and there's uh, Josh Robinson for every instrument, age, and region of of the continent. Jake, there's no way you're gonna find a face to match that name. Is that a challenge? <laughs> I yeah, got a guy. I got yeah, a guy that's I mean, good seriously. at this stuff. Get your Nigerian friend. Yeah, let me call the Nigerian. <laughs> so, we got to find the, the composer from so Lord of the G Stole my Facebook, but I want you to do a little job for me. Hey, remember me? Free. No, you can keep the Facebook. It's fine. No, it's fine. Really, it's okay. But I need you to find Josh Robinson. He's, he's the composer on Lord of the G String. Can you get the song? <laughs> can you, you find hear? the theme? Oh, that's that he great. For that great, movie, great that film, idea. Of that, course. That cinema piece? Lord of the G-Strings soundtrack. They probably didn't. I'm going to guess it didn't go. I'm going to guess they didn't make a hard copy of it. Jake, there's no way. There's no way you can find that. There's no way you can find printed porn soundtracks. I don't want you to order it on cassette, brother. I just want to hear a second of it. All right, I'm pulling it up. On, I'm going to search on Spotify, but that's the end of it. This is a no, horrible no, no. segment. Oh, you were awful. Jake, what do you have? This wait? is a horrible segment. How I'm not going to search Lord of the G strings on my YouTube. It's going to fuck up my algorithm. G- I didn't say YouTube. Theme song. It's getting to that point where I'm jinking and, I, and I've got to get my nose spray. Hold on. 
Oh. I bet you it's in the trailer. Is there a trailer? 2003. That's a long time ago. Did you find it? I haven't found the song, no. Jake, can we move on? 2003 is a long time ago. Can we move on? From what? From this. I want to I talk about the uh, death penalty. It's got an IMDb. I bet there's a trailer on the Jake. IMDb. Oh, <laughs> uh, you could buy it on Blu-ray, I bet. Oh, my Amazon. God. It's been found. Jake, what? our source. What? It's coming up. It's popping up in the Discord right now. Oh, my God. You're in control of this. We found the soundtrack. Holy shit. They, we have a new producer for the show, but they're not going to be named. In the Discord? Uh, Jake, this is incredible. We have a hold on. This is, I, but phone. I like. The, you know what I really like is that I don't know who this person is, and I don't want to know because it's like a deep throat situation. You know what that I mean? That's true. That's true. It's like top secret. We have a an anonymous source. We have an anonymous producer. Jake, look at the Discord. Discord. Discord here. Oh my god, is this the song though? <gasps> oh my god. No. How could she possibly? I mean, just listen to it. Who posted this? Why? Why? Joe, because this is a part of American culture. This is a part of our history as a nation. No. You know what really? Dude, and this is me by off. motherfucking. Is this by? Um. It's not. Josh Robinson? It's not bad. So Misty Monday, Darian Gain, and AJ Khan are the ladies. Yeah. This is the, this must be the cover of the DVD. This bro, this is the music, dog. This I is can't the soundtrack. This has been found. Who posted this? This is the on soundtrack. YouTube? You said it couldn't be done. Yeah, I can't. This is the theme song by Josh Robinson. Podcast? From Jake, you Lord need to play it on the podcast. People need to be able to hear it. Josh, we need to awaken Josh Robinson from the dead because I know you're still fucking alive out there, Josh. John? Uh, Josh. I know he's alive. He's got some great work here. This is good. Are you Okay, so here's 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 what's crazy. Is cuz you were saying I was crazy, right? Yeah. You yeah, said yeah. that. You were saying I was I crazy did. for talking about this. That's true. But but then not only did we find the song, but now you're insinuating that the composer who who we could barely find, who's listed as deceased in 2018, you're saying that he's uh, uh, still alive. still alive secretly, like Tupac and Elvis. Yes, absolutely, they are all still. Oh, alive. you can't hear the music, it. huh? Can you hear the music that I'm listening to? Because I know Can't. it's going into the stream because I'm watching the the okay. mixer here. I've listened to it. I'm listening to it right now. It's it's really good. It's not. It's. I mean, like you've got some great albums like the White Album, and you've got like Abbey Road and Jimi Hendrix Experience. But no, but this, this isn't is that. something that could be contributed. Like this is like Aphex Twin, but better. I do love Aphex Twin, but this is better. I'm going to rip this audio so I can drop it in the audio episode because I'm sure it'll be fine 50 minutes in for us to include a clip of what if this is that can we get the license for this to be the new theme for the show Lions Choice will pay for that that's a, I mean I, 
<laughs> it is definitely we definitely won't be sued to play this. They there's no, this no is way open. they are. Only nineteen hundred no views get an email from some production company like you can't of the use our most prized four. jewel. I wonder why it says four. I wonder what else they got here. Oh, so, okay. So this is this channel seems to be all porn soundtracks, which makes oh. sense. Now we can no. move on. No, yeah, it we can not. move on. But uh, wow, I just can't believe it. That is uh, such an accomplishment in, in broadcast history. This is why we needed the phone it. number, Joe. I mean, I just can't believe that. Like, I can't believe that somebody that, was like, you know, that somebody would even this. bother to look. See, people this is why this, art. this is not. We couldn't have done this in the last three episodes. I'm glad you made us go live because this could only happen live. You know That's what I mean? True. You can do it live. So I was bringing up the because I can bring it home. I bet. But we were talking about um, how HBO was the premium content because you could see a little nudity, but you had to be careful because those movie, those premium movie channels would show dirty movies late into the evening, early hours of the morning. That's true. And so you had to, you know, make sure that you didn't leave the movie on and then go to sleep. And then somebody walks in and grandma thinks you're watching Lord of the G string, which is a real <laughs> film from Showtime made in 2003 original score composed by Josh Robinson, who allegedly was killed in 2018. We have no idea how, but it was 15 years after that movie. So he could have been an older guy. It could have been natural causes. <laughs> Joe thinks he's still alive. I mean, he's definitely still alive. There's no doubt in my mind. Okay, uh, so, we gotta find so I've, I've just been sent some some clips from the film, and it's interesting. It's, it's softcore, isn't it? I'm sending it to you right now, Jake. I don't know that I want you to send me clips. Of no, this is this is this is this is this is completely fair game. This is completely okay for live. Is TV. it just? Is it just the dialogue? Yeah, this is this is as harmless as Rico Patrico Trico, whatever his name is. No, no, is. no, that's not harmless though, is the thing. It's like that's, well, there's a level of he wasn't he didn't I got the harm. soundtrack twice. Okay, hold on. Hold the phone. Yeah. Hold the phone. I like Go to it. the G string celebration. Check this what are they out. having like a like a party, like a Game of Thrones feast? What the fuck? Come on. Hello. Hold on. There, no, it's not a feast. It's some sort of uh, a, a bacchanal. Please update. Oh my god! Here please we go. What update? All right, now I've sent it. This is the true. This is it. You can see. See, this, this is what I'm saying. Your they country has Wi-Fi as a part of, of the problem here. Look at this. Look you at this. Go to the Discord here. This is this. This episode is going to be useless without video. Uh, no, no, no. I, I can't show this video, even if it's. Oh no, no, no. They're clearly in like some. This looks public like Veggie Tales. They're in like some public park. This situation. is on YouTube. VHS snippet. Oh, so this was available on VHS at one point. Lord of the G Strings Celebration VHS snip. So this was on probably Betamax. I love, too. I love the trans. Wow. I love the like transition scene with the CGI. It's the CGI really... landscape, it looked like Veggie Tales. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it looks like. Um, yeah, sorry, that's what you said. Wow. <laughs> that's great. Can you, they we'll ha you have to show those the clips video, Jake. in the description them. for the show episode. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll have the link. So I have those can in the see. Discord. I'll put that's them in, in the Podbean description. And we um, have actually a third seat open on the podcast. Yes, we have a producer seat open, but we also have a third seat open reserved specifically for what's his name? Richie Patricos. 
Uh, Tony Patrico is his Tony name. Tony Patrico. And he I don't really want to talk to him. Show. You know what? He came into Guitar Center to buy some lights when I worked there, and he was just, just not interested in talking to any of us at all. Well, that's not... I mean, his, you know, his beggars can't be choosers. We don't know what he's interested in right now. This is a successful I know podcast. exactly what he's interested in, and it cost him his job. That's a good- I hope they pull that segment. <laughs> no, it's all... Yeah, I mean, you know, they're... Uh, they're dedicated. Speaking of speaking <laughs> of pulling segments, Romanian authorities seize Andrew Tate's car collection as investigation continues. Is he still in the box? Is he still what? In the is he still locked up? He was supposed to be locked up for thirty days while this investigation took place, and they yeah, seized I mean, all of his cars so. and Let's... his and his weird like uh, like Broflex tweet to Greta Thunberg about his Bugattis and shit is what got him in this pinch in the first place. So what did he say about Greta? Okay, so um, I don't remember who started it, but I saw that he had tweeted uh, at Greta Thunberg that um, he had this many Bugattis and this many McLarens and this many sports cars and shit um, and something about how he loved burning fossil fuels or something. And then she totally burned him in a a reply about like... um, uh, like his email address being like, like tiny dick energy or something. And it was funny. No, she didn't. Yeah. But then he clapped back at her, uh, in a video. And in the video, there's a pizza box and that pizza box is to a Romanian pizza place. And so the Romanian authorities use that as, evidence to confirm that he was indeed back in the country and he's wanted for some he's wanted for something there and so they said oh we can move on him and his home address because we can confirm that he's there okay so you're saying that wait wait how did they get the image again he started a beef with a child on twitter and then she roasted him and said he had small dick energy and then he clapped back in a video where he's in his robe wearing a uh, smoking a cigar and talking to the camera and in the shot on the desk or something you can see a pizza box and that you're saying that he was already wanted shut up yeah and the pizza box confirmed his location he was already wanted for (laughs) questioning or something in this in this accusation of uh uh sex trafficking which i'm sure is related to his former cam girl business which i'm sure was problematic and a nightmare um god forbid i hope it wasn't but it sounds like it probably could have been and so the romanian authorities um have now seized all of his cars which was what he was bragging about on twitter to greta thurnberg thornberg thurnberg which is so irritating so yeah the guardian is talking about yeah, the Guardian is like so happy. That's the that, that's why it's so irritating is that is like how giddy like all of the you know news outlets are that he's getting like you know well, messed up you know and like and it also you, know, just you shows invite that energy the strong and you know what? he did this to of, himself if he's really like the sinister successful dude that he acts like he is when he goes on podcasts and stuff um, he should have stayed private about it because the Romanian right. authorities are not going to be happy. When you go on an American platform and say, oh, yeah, I live in Romania because I can pay people off and do whatever I want. Like, you know, that's not. And he you know, tells everybody everything he does and the names of all of his shit. And I'm like, you know, you don't have to be both guys. You know what I mean? You could be a quiet, successful dude. But um, 
Uh, you seen obviously not. What? Have you seen Have my seen screen? I, I only have so many screens. Are you? Can I not screen share? Let me screen share one more time. I don't know why. Look at this. Watch stream. Let me try it. There he is. Andrew Tate detained in Romania over rape and human trafficking case. Oh, it's oh, it's that serious. So, okay. Okay, so... Oh, my God. I had no Tell idea it was this it. bad. Oh, it's nuts, uh, apparently. I haven't... Yeah, I didn't know. I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't think it included rape. Yeah, so they've been under investigation uh, since April along two, alongside two Romanian nationals. This is from the BBC. Uh, okay, so they detain, they maintain their right to silence. So I guess they have similar laws about that, like America does. Yeah. Uh, this four suspects oh, appear to have created organized crime group with the purpose of recruiting and housing and exploiting women by forcing them to create pornographic content meant to see to be seen on specialized website for a cost. Okay, so here's my problem with this. You know, like if you put out a job description and somebody comes to the interview, you can pretty much assume that's going to be the requirement for the job to do that thing. So like I'm forced constantly to wait tables at a restaurant. So if I, <laughs> so if I chose, well, that's obviously not the same. You're joking, right? This is you very similar. Me, actually, this is, I, am, I am as serious no, I mean, as I think, I think there's probably <laughs> according to him, there's dozens upon dozens of women who did this, job uh safely and successfully i think there's probably also though people who performed that way under duress i'm sure that happened um whether they were forcibly kidnapped and brought there or whatever i certainly hope that wasn't the case but even if they came there consensually i'm sure some of them were coerced into doing some things that they didn't want to do I, here's what could have which happened. is not okay i could see this happening i could see i could see them putting out this is in their defense. I could see them putting out the uh, 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 help wanted, you know, stuff. And then somebody trying to make a little bit of money off of these women, bringing them some slaves and, and telling them to act cool, just act like you're taking the job. And then they're going to cash app you, your, your income, and you're going to give me some of that to me. I could see that happen. I don't care about this man at all, <laughs> but no, well, yeah. it, it just seems so dumb that if any of this is true at all, the fact that he would, he just uh, said, Hey, he had such a public, but I, you know, fighters are dumb. They're so they're bashing the head he's, so much he's inviting confrontation. And then he's like trying to be America's sweetheart and be like, well, Oh, I was a kickboxing champion and my dad was a chess master and people need me. And I know what, men need to succeed and people should listen to me and by the way i own a casino in romania and i can do whatever i want there like that seems like you're inviting unwanted attention yeah oh absolutely like i don't and i don't understand like but then again like fighters and athletes just like oj get mm -hmm. hit in the head so many times you just can't put anything past them they they do stuff like that where they like yeah i'm cool yeah i'm cool you know twitter like they just, you know, like they're, my dad was a football player for KU and uh, yeah, first string. And, uh, you know, he talks about constantly about how, well, there's an ongoing 
lawsuit that I think he could have been a part of, but chose not to be. And, uh, cause he hated all of our, um, he hated all of us for wanting any sort of, um, like inheritance. And, uh, but he talks about so many of his friends that just lost their minds, you know, and like, and I think you just, well, and even Chuck Palahniuk, the guy who wrote fight club talks about blunt force trauma and just like what that does to the human mind. Um, and I think that, you know, so that could be a, that could be part of it is like part of his final, you know, like masculine move is that he's going to be, he's going to do all these horrible things. He's going to rape and hire slaves in his house as cam girls. Uh, Andrew Tate is. And, and he's also going to be super outspoken about male value, male men's rights, activist things. OJ still on Twitter talking to his phone. Solve that. It's my favorite. You want to talk about some CTE, baby? He's still on Twitter talking through his phone in jail. Talking to his phone. He's saying, well, hey, everybody, it's OJ. Did they have phone chargers in there? He's not Romanian in jail. Prison? Where is he? Oh, I'm talking about OJ Simpson, dog. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's funny. That's where I went when you were you know, making your point, which I do appreciate a great deal. And, you know, you're so uh, thoughtful and enthusiastic, and I love you so much. Yeah. Uh, this reminds me of how the... Inner city public schools use children, uh, use the use the education of children to assure their uh, paychecks. You know, they use the vulnerability of well in a shrinking area. Like it's like a, it gets very cutthroat for that enrollment. You know what I mean? Like we were talking yeah. about last week. You know what I mean? That uh, like you need a certain number of kids to make the federal funding such that a campus is viable. You know what I mean? And when thousands of people are moving out of your district every year to go to school in the suburbs, you know, that becomes a, a very competitive uh, business. And then the city schools were actually unaccredited for a long time. So, um, and uh, so that's a part of the, the thing. Your audio is not on. You did something. You muted yourself. Did they just pay to get the accreditation back to the state just be like here have some money and then they just pay to get the I don't accreditation know exactly back. what that process was like but it's kind of funny they still advertise fully accredited which is just that's so hilarious funny. well and like hey it, it'll count yeah. yeah and so like your school was was what school removing the high school when you were asked to leave um well, I mean, there were just tons of us that just didn't have contracts because they're just what they were closing grades uh, three through eight on that campus, and so they're just they didn't need the headcount for that. So it was just work. it was just until eighth grade that school. This that campus was K through eight while while I was there, right? And now it's like K through five. Now it's K through two. It's an early childhood center. They call it. So, so it, it reached its full potential. It's like final form Pokemon style where it just is a daycare now. Yeah. And it's only like six classrooms or something. It's small. Wow. And then everyone who was on that campus three through eight, just get bust to the other side of the neighborhood to the, Well, let's think about this. Let's campus. think about this statistically. Let's think about this. So now they have, so if only if if twenty percent of the staff can be un certified. can be uncertified teachers, and you only have what you have pre K K first and second, if you only have four grades, 
Think about how many of those people can be teachers. That's just great. They don't even. It's have like to know yeah, anything. it's like a fifth of them. A fifth of them are going to be uncertified. Anything. So, or if there's even going to be ten of them, I if mean, they can be, teach them how to read. If they know how to read, they yeah. have the job. That's crazy. It's yeah. Oh, it's nuts. It's like that. So there. they really just dumbed it down to the education like threshold of the like potential workers. Yeah. That's great. Wow. Yeah. And they usually can't fill all those jobs there anyway. I mean, they'll be lucky to get enough adults to make the cut, much less certified adults. I mean, it's uh you know, it's a really tragic situation. I mean, it's why I abandoned my career entirely. I think I'm gonna get certified in music though. I'm gonna take that test next month. I gotta take it before I go deaf. Hot Hamlin. Who's Hamlin? What? Hamlin is Hamlin the trans woman that is a what no what's Hamlin you have to finish that sentence please be clear about what you're saying so we got so we got a text from our producer about talk about that hot Hamlin take what who's Hamlin I don't know you should be looking at it quit asking me and ask your fucking machine you rat bastard Who? what is it what why oh you're the worst maybe live wasn't a good idea no this is actually this is the i don't think you're ready jake you're i don't think you understand the caliber of the platform that you're on right now and i feel like you need to take a step back for a minute junior that's true tell me what you're talking about um ham i don't know let's let's see the news are you sitting like that hamlin went into cardiac arrest who is that and will not be resumed who I'm waiting on a text back and see. I see the little dot. Wait, but what is? is but will you look on your computer? You have Google open right now. I will drive there right now and murder you in your sleep. I'm so. Just give me five minutes. Um, don't we want to talk about Caddyshack or something? Are they they're hiding cats in their basement. No, they're good. They're, no, it's mostly above board there. He's a football player that got hit and went into cardiac arrest. You're talking about football. Oh, oh he yeah, oh, was, during she, the game. Oh, is he dead? Was a comment. Yes, there's a comment about, well, he's not going to be able to play the rest of the season, but she's commenting on the like. Oh, I, I thought you were saying he was dead. He's not dead. Um, okay, so this com- is what I'm saying about you not being clear about what you just said a guy's name 11 times. And then you said he went into cardiac res- arrest and he will not be able to be resumed. And His NFL you, season. Okay, but you didn't finish the sentence. It was a so I thought he was dead. Yeah, I guess he plays for the Bengals. The Buffalo Bills, sorry. He plays for the Buffalo Bills it's and collapsed on the field. LA Dodgers. Yeah, and he, you know, he, he isn't going to play the rest of the season. But I think what's trying to draw light to is just the insane amount of like there. I watched I used to watch a TV show that like they went into the future for the third season and football had been like eradicated because of how much damage it was doing to the prayers, like the players, but like how unsafe it was. So like they're saying he's having substantial improvement here, but I'm pretty sure that pretty much means that there's no improvement at all. If, if the NFL is reporting on it, because the NFL just like historically, like, you know, it's like, if you think about it, you know how like the refs, play half the game like half the game is like what you can get past the refs so like there's tons of like pad grabbing and just like tons of fouls going on but in order to create good entertainment they need a rate of play so basically this is the rate of play of the entire nfl franchise you know and they can't really report on this because 
you know, he's, he doesn't want to lose his job. The NFL doesn't want to lose their position in American, uh, you know, entertainment. So he's probably doing horribly right now. You think he's, you think he's jammed up bad? I mean, I'm telling you like, and dad talks about it all the time. He's, he's like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter how much padding you're wearing. If you just think about the game, unless they're in bubble suits, they have to be able to play the game. Like, and there's just no physical way to like damp down being trampled by us like a 400 pound of muscle six foot nine man. You know what I mean? Like there's no way to like dampen that. And, uh, they talk about that a lot. Wow. Uh, yeah. He's like, you know, dad said there's so many friends. Dad used to talk about people who he played football with that would shoot, like shotguns in the hallway of the dorms because they had to dorm together and he was like we couldn't take the elevators they were peeing in the elevators like every day he's like i just don't understand why they chose like why the elevator there's a bathroom on every floor why what is the elevator thing why is it why are they obsessed with peeing in the elevator in an elevator i mean if you've ever been in an elevator and had to pee and you're hammered and it's four in the morning and you're all by yourself. But I it like but it. I I would have at least learned. I would have at least learned of the first time. Like it'd be like, you know, that was really fucked up what I did. I'm gonna try oh, to yeah. wait. Well, or I'm gonna go pee animals. before I get in the elevator. People that go to college are children. Living on their own for the first time. They could have the maturity of a fifth grader. I actually really empathize with that. Yeah, and they got their scholarship through football, so it's not like education or academics was really the, the focus of their MBA career. So my dad went to high school, Mary Bell Academy. What does that have like, to do with it's it? It's like where the Dead Poets Society was based you are, on. You're fucking high. I am a little fucked up. I had like I, I did whiskey and vodka. The vodka made it feel like my brain was having like a like a you know like you, you need like low blood flow to your hands or something. It felt well, like that. It felt like that. Why don't you let me brain. wrap this up so we can go to bed? Good call. I got work tomorrow. Yeah. You got church in the morning. That's true. Guys, that's another episode of Jacob V Weekly. High five. Follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google, whatever. Please subscribe, rate, review, or share. Every interaction helps. We have an Instagram page for the show at Jacob V Weekly where we post exclusive content, clips, and highlights, and whatnot. You can contact the show with questions or topics for future discussion at jacobvweekly at gmail.com. You can call the show at 314-626-4208 or you can text us there at any time to contribute uh, your thoughts, feelings, emotions uh, to uh, the show in the future. My cat just knocked my phone off my desk. He hates this show. He's furious right now. Say hi, King. Um, you can find original music by No Antics and Blinded by Stereo on all of your favorite audio platforms. You can also order vinyl from Blinded by Stereo on Bandcamp. Uh, no Antics has shirts. Reach out to me if you want a No Antics baseball tee. There are a few left in some choice sizes. Uh, stay tuned on the Patreon.com slash Jacob V for exclusive upcoming uh, content. Uh, we got tons of video and audio from the No Antics show last Friday, and uh, we've been kind of uh, working on all kinds of stuff. Uh, we're doing this podcast a little bit early for our rotation. We try to get four out a month as we're coming back in full speed, and uh, we did that in December. We had four, and then uh, uh, now we're 
planning on having at least that many in January, but I'm going to be gone all weekend working on a music video for the No Antics uh, for a song of ours that you can already hear on Spotify or Apple Music or what have you. Um, Jacob V's favorite songs on Spotify is up for January of 2023. That's like two years we've been doing that. The companion playlist for the show. If you need jams to listen to, uh, really great. We did it. Caddyshack. Jacob V Weekly. High five. Wrap it up. Let's wrap it up, sister. Gang, say goodnight. 